Oh boy, now we're coming on to our last subject of the night. This is Navajo taboo incest. And this uh, this subject I've been wanting to do for eh, a few months now. Um, it was kind of like a request, basically, you know, just like, hey, man, you know, try, you know, you should talk about this uh, incest. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's, um, that's kind of a difficult one, but I, I'll, you know, I'll give it a shot. So um, just basically the thing about this um, incest um, is that the more, the more society tries to be open about a lot of things, I think the more, more, the more sexually or the more sexualized experimentation people will start to do. And this is where I was kind of wanting to, um, like, if I ever got a chance to talk to those idiots over at KTNN, I wanted to say, Hey, have you guys, when you guys were out there promoting stay home, stay safe, quarantine, were you guys taking into consideration that brothers and sisters, if they're in their teenage years, when the hormones are high, that they're going to be having sex with each other? Did you guys ever think about that? Or were you guys just more mostly on a power trip? Just wanted to tell people to stay home, stay safe. Because there, there might have actually been a rise of incest on the Navajo Nation. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to tell because if we look at everything that we've talked about in the podcast, you know, drivers that are speeding up and down the highway 100 miles an hour, um, apathetic Navajos, you know, <clears throat> they don't care about stuff. Um, nobody really willing to step forward and help out with the nonprofit or, you know, just all these different um, enclosed mindsets that we have, what, what's to say that, you know, incest hasn't been taking place, you know? <clears throat> and, um, especially with the schools that have been shut down and closed, you know, I know it's probably happened in the cities, but in, in, you know, just basically on the reservation is where I'm mostly putting my focus on because you think about it, these kids, they, they got their hor hormones going and, um, you know, they're running on high and then it's like, they don't want to stay home and, you know, jerk off to porno on their phone. You know, they, they want to go out and experience the real thing. And so, you know, like, especially some of the girls they will climb out through the window and probably take off or something. But it, you know, that's only if your, your neighbor is close and some, you know, if you look at the reservation as a whole, you know, people are kind of spread out. So when when brothers and sisters are in that moment, you know, and they're like, well, maybe, you know, it wouldn't hurt to just kind of touch and feel, you know, some boobies or it wouldn't hurt to touch an erection, you know, it might slowly go from there to develop into like, you know, it's like just that, um, just that sensation of wanting to kiss. It's like, man, I can't help it, you know? So, then that from there, it kind of like starts to snowball and it gets a bigger effect to where, you know, now they're taking off clothes and it's like, well, you know, you know, you know, I, this is the only way to get rid of the urge, you know, we have to do it. So, you know, but the urge gets too much and, you know, squirt, squirt. And then, you know, there could be, you know, um, you know, an embryo starting to develop inside the, the womb of the sister, you know, but at the same time, um, there's a scientific fact that, um, the way women sweat and men sweat 
there there is like a little bit of a pheromone in there where if a a sister is sweating and a brother is sweating like i don't know if they were going for a run or they're moving some stuff around or cleaning the house that smell is supposed to um it's supposed to it's supposed to oh what's that stupid word <clears throat> it's supposed to retract each other you know it's supposed to you know, push each other away, like, pew, you smell, I don't want to smell your sweat. And that was kind of like the defense system, the natural uh, nature defense system for that. And that's what was kind of built into what we are as humans, you know. So, you know, when a brother and sister, they're, uh, you know, they're feeling the urge to to get with each other and do the nasty, um supposedly that sweat is supposed to kind of be like the one last, you know, fail safe that has them kind of the deterrent. There's that word is the deterrent to kind of push them away to it from each other and say like, no, I don't want to get with you because you know, you, you stink and you know, vice versa. But once that deterrent, if it doesn't work, you know, and brother and sister get together and they start doing the deed you know, maybe they might start to like the, the sweat smell after, after a while, you know, they, they might start to think of it as more of an aphrodisiac, you know, it starts to get them off after a while. So, um, the kind of, kind of going into that deep subject realm is why, you know, I'm looking at KTNN, like you, you guys have a responsibility, man. You guys really shouldn't have been saying the things you were saying, you know, without having to realize the consequences of what you're saying of, oh, stay home, stay safe, wash up, be with your family, uh, learn to, you know, love each other, learn to be a family again. It's like, there's a reason why there's, you know, there's, there's separate, you know, you can't have brothers and sisters sleep in the same room together. You know, and when they're little kids, yeah, it's different, you know, you take a bath together, but, um, with that, I wanted to bring up another, um, a little forbidden, I don't know, a little forbidden segment, uh, a little forbidden memory. There we go. Um, one time I was down in uh, Phoenix and I was, um, I was at a relative's place and everybody was all together and they're all happy. You know, there's, um, I, I don't remember what was going on. It wasn't a graduation. I think it was just like a coming home together thing. I don't, I don't know what the hell it was. Anyways, I was more, more interested in the food. So, and, um, while everybody was all eating and stuff or, or, you know, there was a lot of action going on, people walking around talking and stuff like that. Something happened, man. I can't remember what, what event it was, but anyways, so I decided to go to the restroom and, um, I was gonna, I was gonna shave and I was gonna brush my teeth and I was gonna wash my face. Cause it was all greasy. I ate like a bunch of, uh, pork ribs and a bunch of greasy, like, uh, I don't know. I just had a bunch of greasy food and I was like, damn, I, I really got to, you know, brush floss, you know, and wash my face. And then, so I left the door open because I just wanted to let somebody know that if they wanted to use the restroom, cause the toilet bowl was right there that they could say, Hey, you know, Mateo, can we use the restroom? Can I, can we, <laughs> can I use the restroom? I'll be like, all right. Hey man, you know, I'll step out and go do your thing. And then once they're done, I was going to go back in and, you know, finish flossing and all that stuff. So one of the, uh, one of the young kids, uh, he was at the time, he must've been about, I would say maybe 10 years old. Uh, 
he came in and I don't know if his mom told him to take a shower or whatever. So he went in there and, and I just kind of looked back. I was like, what's this kid doing? Then I saw him as he's taking off his clothes and he's going to jump in the shower. I was like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. So I turned my back and I was like, uh, I think I was flossing my teeth at that time. I was trying to get a piece of uh, meat out. And then, um, then his sister, who is a few years older than him, she kind of, uh, she kind of walked into the restroom. Cause like I said, the door was open, I was, you know, flossing my teeth. And then she looked into the shower curtain, saw her brother taking a shower. Then she was kind of looking at him for a little bit. And I was like, Hey, you little creepo, you know, you know, just chill out. Let the dude, you know, wash himself. So then she took off and I was like, eh, you know, I didn't pay too much mind to it. You know, I just kind of, then after I took out all that meat inside between my teeth with the floss, I was like, all right. So I got the toothbrush and I was like, you know, I started brushing my, my teeth and all of a sudden I kind of noticed there was somebody behind me and I kind of looked back and you know, the little lady there, she was, uh, she was taking off her clothes. I'm like, oh shit. So I turned around, but then, you know, she's right there in the, uh, mirror. <laughs> so I could see her again. I was like, ah, oh, damn. So I put my head down and she jumped into the shower curtain and jumped in with her brother. And I thought, holy shit, man, what the hell's going on? This is, this is some weird, freaky shit, man. I was like, but then I was like, okay, well they're brother and sister. So it's okay. You know? And then I was like, but no, wait, it can't be. They're like in puberty, you know, are they, uh, I, you know, the curiosity in me wanted to look in the curtain, see if they were washing each other. But then I was like, but then I'd be the big old creepo, you know, I'd be a big time pedophile looking at him. So I was like, I was like, damn, what should I do? Then I figured the mother might come. And she might see me and say, what are you doing in there? Why are you in there while these two are taking a shower? And I'll be like, you know, I was, I had my like, I was like, well, Hey man, I'm here trying to groom, you know, I'm trying to brush my teeth and floss and shit like that. You know, I didn't know these two were going to come in, get naked and jump in the shower and wash each other or whatever the hell they were doing. So right there, I was just like, you know, I was like, I, I'm not a parent. I don't have the skill for this shit. Um, I just like, fuck, I just hurry up and brush my teeth. And then I was like, man, let me get out of here. Cause this is too, this is too crazy, man. I don't want to be standing in here in case, um, they're not supposed to be showering together, you know? Um, and so I, I wanted to close the door to give them privacy, but then a part of me is like, no, leave the door open because they shouldn't be in there together washing each other or whatever the hell it was they're doing. And and like I said, they're, they're in puberty and I don't know if her little boobs are showing or whatever, but that's, you know, that's their, it, you know, it's kind of like a, a weird ass, um, judgment call because, well, for one thing, I'm not their father. So I couldn't say, Hey, you two don't, don't take a shower together. You know, that's, that's wrong. You two are going through puberty. You know, you guys might, you know, start fondling each other and whatnot. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, how do you not make an issue of it? You know? So I was kind of caught there in a moral dilemma. And then, um, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to leave things the way they are. I'm going to I'm gonna leave the door open in case their mom comes. They can, she can deal with it. Cause these are her kids, you know, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk back into the kitchen and get me some more, uh, was it, uh, chicken, chicken wings and, uh, macaroni and cheese, even though I just brushed my teeth and all that. I was, I was still kind of hungry, but, um, just that whole thing right there, it was, it was really, really weird. I just did not know what, what to do at that moment because they, they undressed and they got naked 
behind my back, but then, you know, they were uh, taking a shower. So it's like, what, what the hell do I do? You know? So, but if that ever happens again, for some crazy reason, if I'm ever like, you know, in the restroom, just doing my thing, just, you know, brushing my teeth and whatnot, or, you know, um, grooming, I mean, not grooming, shaving. And that comes up again. Uh, I would just say, Hey, you know what? Uh, let me get out of here. <laughs> you two can do what you want. If you want to lock the door, Hey man, you know, that that's all on you. So, um, right there, it, it's kind of like, like I said, it's a big old judgment call. And so I, I don't know. I don't want to know if they were, you know, if they ever committed incest with each other, but they did kind of seem like they were a couple because the brother would like follow his sister everywhere. And, you know, he was like really in love with his sister. You know, it there's like, you know, yeah, you can love your sister, but he was like in love with his sister. It's like, dude, that's not your girlfriend. That's your sister, man. Come on, dude. So if something very subtle could pass by a parent like that, imagine what was happening last year during the lockdowns. I mean, you shouldn't, you know, imagine what happened, but if all this is very subtle and it could easily lead into like, you know, the sister being pregnant by the brother, then, you know, I really think that the next time there is some kind of so-called, you know, pandemic that at least this issue should be brought up and say like, Hey man, if you're going to make rules for this shit, you know, you gotta, you know, take into consideration all the suicides, the domestic violence and the incest. Um, because, um, you know, you're, you're, you're throwing this on the people. You're trying to tell them to be safe. But really, you're just not really giving them much of a choice other than to kind of look at each other in another way. And, you know, it just kind of creates more of a problem um, as far as um, the way the way um, incest goes. Uh, there's just one more story I'll share because I was trying to go for 15 minutes. But um, there's just one I, I kind of think is kind of important to talk about. But. My mom, um, she was, she knew this guy who was, uh, um, uh, basically a medicine man. And anyways, one day that old man, he, he went to go, um, perform a ceremony service for, um, this lady, her grandkids, I think it was her grandkids or her kids. Um, they were, they were acting really strange. They were weird. Um, and the daughter was pregnant. Well, what he found out was that she locked her, her two, let's just say grandkids. She locked her two grandkids in the home together because she didn't want them running off with their friends and getting a high, getting drunk, you know, joining the gang and getting in trouble. So her solution in her mind was lock them up together. That's the best way to keep them from getting out of trouble, getting in trouble out there, you know, and I don't, I don't remember which community it was, but it was on the reservation. And sure enough, brother and sister, man, they got together and brother knocked up sister. So she was pregnant with the brother. And that that's how that medicine man, he found out about it. And man, he just like totally just went off on this lady. He's like, you know, 
I don't know if he was like cursing her out, but basically he just told her, you know, there's a reason why you got to let, you know, teenagers be teenagers. If you do what you did, you know, she wouldn't be pregnant by her brother. She would have been able to, if anything, she would have been pregnant by someone else. Hopefully that wasn't related to her, but you know, um, you know, you just did shitty parenting basically is what he told her. And, um, so I don't know if that, that sister had a baby for her brother, but if she did, you know, that's, you know, that's definitely one of those life changing experiences where, um, I think that having, having incest brought up more as a subject matter, just like pedophilia and, uh, you know, all the stuff that we're dealing with on the, on the tribe would really help out a lot more kind of like, um, kind of like, uh, not really get mid get rid of the stigma, but kind of like educate people more on like how not to, how not to quarantine basically, and how not to really take all these lockdowns literally. Because for me, I still had to move around and I get stuff going for my nonprofit group and for Clagato veterans. So I just, I had to ignore all the rules, man. I, you know, sue me, <laughs> whatever, man. But, um, at least I wasn't in a situation like, you know, with this incest stuff. So anyways, um, that's where, uh, I can pick up that subject again later. You know, if it, if it gets more requests or somebody wants me to talk about something close to it or just kind of like what it's about or I don't know, just whatever, we'll, we'll get back to that. Other than that, I just, um, I'm going to end segment five right there and just kind of put in my final thoughts, final words for episode seven. And I just want to add that, um, when, uh, I guess in a few, uh, for next, for next podcast, uh, episode eight, I'm going to try really hard to get another, excuse me, I'll get another guest and, and excuse me, dang, I, I had some watermelon earlier, <laughs> just kind of coming out as burps. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to have, you know, a decent subject matter topic that um, I can kind of have people understand a little bit more what's going on with um, with what I'm doing with as far as veteran resources go, because this is Claggett Hill Veteran Podcast, but also, you know, just to kind of have... Um, the horn toad listeners know what's going on out there. And there are these resources that are out there and not only can it help out, you know, the veterans, but it could also help out the, um, the, the, um, the average listener as well. So that's why I'm just trying to make sure that, um, uh, I'm doing this justice and, um, um, and just to trying to make sure that uh, everything that I am doing, it, it's trying to be as timely as possible. And when veteran issues come up, I'll try to address it as quick as I can. But for the most part, I got to get back on that cemetery. I got to start cleaning it up again. Good news is we got a veteran who um, won a contest over at Sage Memorial Hospital if you see that new logo symbol, that's from Clagato, and he's a Marine veteran. And now he's uh, working on getting a sign made for the cemetery. It's going it, to, the way he showed me, it's going to look pretty cool. So, um, well, for uh, on behalf of Clagato Veteran Podcast and Clagato Veteran Nonprofit Organization, I am Mateo Native Ravager saying, yeah, see ya.